Hello there, D&D aficionados and good peoples of the role-playing pantheon. Welcome to... Peppers from a Chimney! Part 2 A Crimson Nid podcast that will journey with four wayward adventurers into the heart of the Southlands, a land of mystery and adventure, where riches and dangers await those brave enough to cross the wild expanses. My name is Stacy, and my player and game master handle is Dagobah. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press. We are using the D&D 5e rule set, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. heard singing something like a lullaby we we do have fairy tales about that where I'm from and this sort of thing usually means somebody is really really cursed but I don't know maybe it is a normal custom in in these lands I don't like the sound of that cursed you say Clicker wakes up from and the conversation Hmm. Sorry, there's nobody. I, I, at, the, at that word, I sort of shiver and look at my clothes. And you, you, you hear some rustling as you see her beak peek up into the sombrero. And um, clearly she doesn't see anything yet uh, and covered in, in complete darkness by the sombrero. And it, she, suddenly she just starts lashing out and wildly punching around her. <laughs> Uh, to get free of the of the darkness, whatever it is, and uh, finally hits the edge of her sombrero and just pushes it off her head. Ah! 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 And after catching a breath, she immediately gets up to move over to where she presumes the spark still is. Don't go near this. Don't go near it. You'll just end up throwing up. As you approach before, just as before, you can still feel the nauseousness as you get closer. Are you going to continue she to approach? No. She was making sure it's there and still is in the jar. Yeah. So guys, what's the plan this morning? Are we going to go and find Bruce? Visit Bruce! And then the Where's library. his library? So, I'm showing you on the map right now. So that's more or less the place that you guided them to in the hunt. There is in that. Now, normally, uh, next when next we play, it'll be a green pin that you'll be able to click on. Uh, so that's where you hold up at the at this place. You didn't go deep into the hunt at all, and you can see now this is the river of sand here. Clearly, it says river of sand, but the library is over here on the arc of the sun just off of the main way of Bastet, which is like the main grand entrance when they have parades and whatnot. But you know that over there is the <clears throat> Bastet Librarium. Thorn, what happened here? Uh, you'll have to be a bit more specific. What are you talking about? This district. What, what do I know of this district? So I shared with you guys the the hunt area. 
So again, that will be a green pin as well in a couple of weeks. But that's the common knowledge and that's what you would have shared with them. Now you had, the reason you had brought them to this place is because that manor down the street had interested you at one point when you had first heard about the hunt and you, when you were, you know, taking time away from the constant study of being at the library and, and looking into uh, the things that you were looking into. I mean, it was an interesting thing how they, you know, this, the common knowledge about this place. And so you had adventured in every once in a while, but just the destitute nature of the place, how there was nobody there. You'd heard of how some of the less likable denizens would sometimes frequent the haunt. So it wasn't really a safe place to be. So you never went further, but you had noted that manor and it was always, and you'd noted that the small uh, quaint ruined house nearby, um, the manor, you weren't uh, too comfortable about just going in there, but you felt pretty safe because the manor being big and intimidating, the house was one you'd actually gone into previously. So you'd known that house and you felt safe bringing those guys there versus just showing up on someone's doorstep. I mean, outside of uh, what uh, the hunt has um, been, it's basically uh, everybody died uh, a few hundred years ago. Um, why? I don't know why. Uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's not something I have researched. I think we have some more pressing matters at the moment anyway. Why have Ravenfolk not moved in yet? Well, I can't answer that. I mean, can you? This is a good place to be. I would assume it's possibly uh, cursed. And I look at uh, Volger again. I mean, the creepy thing children certainly do speak in favor of this uh, theory. What children? Uh, we heard something um, suspicious at night she quickly looks around herself to see if anything is in the corners what do you mean they're not here now we heard something we didn't see anything bruce it is and she uh where's where's bruce by the way a quick question sorry uh so the uh, the district where we were, it's abandoned and pretty empty, but <clears throat> the city overall is not empty. It's a normal city. Yep, that's correct. Yeah, so when we're gonna leave uh, this area and go to the places where people are, I will be disguising myself. Are you? Aww. <laughs> um, so, a couple of things of note. So, I, I pointed to where the, the librarian is. This is one of the big pyramids that you'd seen. It's the, the, the really big one that you'd seen as you were coming. This one here was the other one that you had noted as you were coming up. And in the dream, it had had a color to it. In the material plane, there's no color to it other than the color of sand. And when you look back that direction, you can see that there's a thin stream of sand. It falls from the sky. Even though there's a gentle breeze, you can see that that stream is not touched by that breeze as it falls down to the tip, top part of that pyramid, and it just constantly seems to fall. We see. Can we see where the start is? 
looking up into the sky, you can it just keeps going up and up and up. Okay. And having been there before, I mean, again, this is common knowledge. You had learned a bit about it, just as as much as the pit to the north of that pyramid. Uh, just these are things you would have heard of and gone to coffee shops and you would have heard and you know that 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 pyramid's called the Great Sand Pyramid and that's some common knowledge uh, there that you wouldn't have known about it that you feel free to share with your companions. Wouldn't he also know why the hunt is vacant? Nobody Depends knows. if he was going that's to perhaps. research into it deeply or I not. I might have been common knowledge. Uh, what was common knowledge was what I shared. That too is common knowledge. So after, after Thorne asks where Bruce is, Bruce said uh, he that is. he had a. Oh God. Yes, yes. He said, he said third armory, heading inside of town. Whatever that may be. C can we know where he is on the map? You recall, well, you can give me a history check, uh, Thorn and Clicker. I think Clicker is just pulling the leg, but Thorn, you can give me a history check. Clicker is quoting well, from on. her notes. That <laughs> is not pulling her, uh, pulling a leg. Can Actually, we can we have exhaustion removed, please? Oh yes, sorry, sorry, sorry. That didn't go away with the uh... shoot. Does that mean I get the twenty? <laughs> now Clicker remembers this very well. You do remember it very well, but this was where um, player versus character and Bruce does not come from Perbestet. He comes from Sevex of War, I know. which is in the complete opposite direction I know. I know. of Perbestet. But we're going to find Bruce here. So, yeah. yeah. Hopefully. So, what does my roll of 20 or 10 say? Uh, well, in this case, I mean... So if this is the way it is, yeah, then I was going to say that you actually recall Bruce saying he's from Sub War, but we're playing up the other angle. So, <laughs> well, I can I can say that and go. Well, um, he didn't though. Clicker, you can go. He did say he was from Purbestead. Yeah. So uh, that's why I was saying like the the role doesn't really matter because we're playing up on the fact that he said he was from Perbestet, but he's actually not. Yep. Anyway, way, that's fine. Does Clicker actually know where he is, where he's from? No. Or Other than just the third uh, armory heading inside of town, which could be from anywhere on the east side. L listen, I, thought, I was sure he had a blacksmith shop. I feel like. Um we could spend uh, several days trying to find um, his uh, store and from what I remember of uh, Bartholomew he was uh, not a particularly uh, agreeable sort but maybe he can give us something to live in that is not cursed I thought Bruce was a great bloke oh shit um, we should see if we can acquire a metal box of some kind to keep the spark. First, I'm not entirely sure, but I heard that the lead boxes uh, do some sort of shielding against of magic. Second, in the bag of holding, the spark destroyed a lot of things, but not metal things. So maybe that would be good for us. 
I'm sure well, I'm sure Bruce would be able to make us a lead box if we could find him. How do you know Bruce? Oh, someone finally twigged that I don't know Bruce. And Clinker <laughs> is going to move over to uh, to the mess kit that she dropped, and she picks up a, a pot that is hopefully deep enough to harbor the entire jar. Um, you look at the mess kit now that the light of day, the light is shining, and you're uh, not brain numb, exhausted. And when you look at it, you can see that parts of the metal of that mess kit have melted. Is it also not made of me- made of um, lead? It is not made of lead. No. Oh! Do do I know of a store that might be able to provide a, a box of this sort of creation? Se- several inches thick of lead. You would know a number of shops that you had visited. Uh, you're familiar with a lot of taverns, inns. You'd gone to some magic shops, some alchemist shops. So you know that some of the cheaper prices, especially for alchemy, is in the perfume district. Um, but there are scattered everywhere. But if you want a good price, the perfume district is the, the better place to find. Wharf district as well. You, you can find all kinds of markets in the wharf district where you could find all kinds of different prices as well as, as well as uh, different kinds of objects. So you are aware of a number of places. Are you wanting to go thinking specifically of like a alchemist shop or a magic shop? What more, more of a, the container that um, Volga is trying to describe. So if that can be um, sourced via Wolf District or Perfume, Perfume District, that that's good to know. Such a container does sound like it, it would belong in an alchemist store or magic shop, though. True. Yeah, go to the Pork District, because I've got a few friends in there. This is so shitty that I don't got my pins. This is taking a lot longer to do it this way. <laughs> oh, I am s- sad. Laker holds up the pot that is partly molten. Is it, isn't it molten rather than melted? It's not molten. It is melted. It is still got the basics of its shape. No, I mean, what? What is? I, I don't understand the the linguistic difference. Difference. Molten is still has the heat in it, so it's a liquid. Whereas melted has it's already uh-huh. um, lost its heat. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah. she holds up the melted pot and just shows it. Shows it to the party. Look, it melted. Yeah. Don't forget to put Calidus's magic shop in there. What? <laughs> Norbert seems to know a whole heck of a lot of stuff for never being to Perbastet. Having never been to Perbastet, I just thought I'm just going to resurrect a few people. Just reminding the DM of some players that he could use. He's got, all, he's, all, he's got all this metagame information on the inside of his uh, shell. Huge amount of metagame information. That's from when the last from the last time when he uh, met the Volkswagen. Mm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Specifically, what comes to mind to you, Thorne, is there are a number of um, uh, franchises, the Crimson Nib franchises, that are. <laughs> 
they tend to be in a lot of different areas. So you do know that there is the Crimson Nib Magic Shop, which tends to be almost in every single district. Now, you do know that they tend to have some of the best prices throughout Perbestet. And you also know that you've been seeing the, the franchise popping up in other of the metropolis cities in Noria Natal. But, you know, even though they might have some of the best prices, sometimes they're a little bit suspect. But you think that if you if you can find a Crimson Nib one, uh, you could. Th there might be one inside the Hyena Court, or the Hyena District, or the Monument District, because I I can't find the pins, and it takes too long to go through this. <laughs> find the pin. Find the pin. Well, I, I just put a circle around it. I mean, or just that's where it is. I don't I don't want to be relying on the the fate of mankind and and all all of the material plane on a shop that may or may not provide the shielding required. Crimson, so does... nib is, Crimson Nib is not just a shop. Crimson Nib is a chain of stores. So should, are they going to provide us the, the thing we need or not? Or are they there a bit too a shady? Nib, there will be you a stay Crimson out of this Nib store that, that will sell you what you need. You stay out of this, Mick. I mean, you can't remember, like it has been a couple of years since you've been in Perbastet. I mean, you know that you've been to some shops and you think that um, you would have some pretty good luck if if you either wandered into the Wharf District or into the Perfume District versus you're not... I mean, you know because there's lots of markets there and they tend to be a lot more people selling all kinds of things versus some of the more well-to-do stores in the Monument District or District of the Cat. The Hyena District, you didn't spend a whole heck of a lot of time in that district to know. I mean, you know that there are shops there, but it wasn't a place that you frequented being who you are. Okay, so here's, here's the deal. I, I've basically been going through this in my head this whole time. I've had a shoulder devil, which has been Mick, and a, a shoulder angel, which has been Dagobah, as to where to go for this item. So I look to the party. This is lying. <laughs> I look to the party and go, okay, um, I hear what you're saying, Volga. Um, I can think of a couple of places, probably the closest places in the Waff district. Um, we can look through there and see if we can find something that we need. Um, it's uh, the opposite direction to uh, where we need to go to the library, but I feel like um, it's probably the best place to go to first. What say you? What say y'all? Uh, I say you. You know best. Uh, I just want to warn you that I. I will be able to keep up my beast shape for two hours, and then I have another half an hour, I think, of. Um, disguise self and uh, then if i want to remain hidden i will need your help i see um good good to know yeah just a heads up i mean do we know if someone um uh, in in volga's sort of uh physical appearance would stand out in a place like this or not do we care you're walking with a turtle yeah that would be the point that I would make. Both in all of your experience, you've never seen anything that looks like Norbit, nor anything that looks like Volga. Ah, uh, great. If Norbit retracts into his shell and we attach 
like an <laughs> axis and a couple of wheels to the bottom, we can just use him as like a like a wheel cart. <laughs> Sounds like a great plan. Um, completely inconspicuous. Uh, right? So the thought thorn looks at Norbert and goes, "Okay, you're gonna stand out like a sore thumb." Um, I think it, you might be right. I, I think. It might be best if um, you stay here and keep an eye on the sauce. Does that seem okay? Yeah, I suppose so. I could follow you perhaps and hang back a bit. And just in case you get into trouble, I'd be there. Um, I, I would prefer if uh, someone was keeping an eye on the sauce. Just saying. Okay. Yeah, no, that's fine. What, what about the raven folk? Are they, they pretty standard? Oh yeah, you've seen Ravenfolk inside Perbestad. In fact, you know that um, in the Wharf District, you know that one of the city watches is actually run by a the captain. There is a is a Ravenfolk. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and Water, Tieflings Water, is okay Ed. too. What's that? Uh, tieflings okay too. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Okay. While they're out there, can you bring us back a sewing kit so I can make some clothes? How about I uh, just get you some clothes? That'll do. In the extra, 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 extra large size. I'll do my best. And perhaps a weapon of some sort would come in handy. Oh, Battle axe. I don't have a lot of money going around, okay? I'll yeah, see what I can find. But okay. I mean, I need a weapon too. I have faith in you. All right. Um. So Norbert is going to stay at this house, and Norbert's going to hide in the house so that he's not going to sit out the front or anything where he can attract attention. He's just going to like hide up a chimney or in a cupboard or something like that. In a sewer, perhaps. Perhaps that would be a good idea. Yeah. There are sewer like entrances, yes, for sure. There's yeah. manholes. I know what's down the sewers. I'm not going down a sewer. You're going to be eating pizza <laughs> down there too? <laughs> Norbert doesn't know what's down the sewers. Norbert doesn't know what's down the sewers. He thinks that's probably a good idea. That's where the poop goes. Who wants to go down there? Yeah. Crimson nib is sus. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be vented. Crimson nib is wonderful. Okay. I'm hiding. Off you go, guys. You also know, too, Thorne, that there is a, a very cheap, uh, the Crimson Nib Nibblers franchise, <laughs> very much like your McDonald's, where it's like some of the cheapest food you can get in the city. And they even have this special that, uh, well, it's sometimes fun to try, sometimes not so fun. <laughs> I feel like we should be staying away from this place the whole time. <laughs> You do know, you did try, you know, a couple of years back when you were there, because you, you couldn't not try, because everybody else seemed to have it. And at the time <clears throat> when you took it, after having the special, uh, you, you did have gills for nearly a full day. As a previous local, I will be informing both Clicker and Volga to avoid this store. <laughs> <laughs> what about me? Well, you're, you're staying put. <laughs> yeah, well, we're all still in the house, though. <laughs> so you, they're walking away, and Thorne is giving them advice. Oh, you're just walking away. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, bye, guys. Yeah, okay. 
Well, next time, next time I see a crimson nibbler, I'm going to go and get myself a special. For a moment, I was I was zoning out, and I just when I came back to my senses, I heard something about a sewer system. What did I miss? Oh, they were debating that Norbert could hide in the sewers. Whether I should hide in okay. the sewer system and eat pizza. Okay. I was referencing uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, so that was that was like pseudo in character. Not really. Kind of. Yes, not a lot of in character stuff going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> How far away? Like, we've got. So that's a distance of, let me see, probably about a thousand, fifteen hundred feet, I think. I'm sorry, I don't have the right thing because the right one would have the hex so that when you draw on it, it would tell you exactly what that distance is. I'm just using the um, legend down the bottom. Yeah. Maybe 2,000 feet as a crow flies. You can walk there. Yeah. So it, w it wouldn't take you that long to get there. It's like half a mile. Okay. So the crow less, less fly a... here. <laughs> That's terrible. Um, it is. So less, less than an hour? Yeah, about that. Yeah. One more question. What did you say you were going to shape change into Volga? Uh, I'm going to be a cat. Okay. And then when that wears off, you, what is that? That's two hours? I didn't... I was not able to find how long does the beast shape last, so I assume it's one hour, but I have two No, no. Them. It's half, half your level, so you'll be like that for four hours. If you use both of them. Yeah, so, great. So I is have... it half your level times two, or half your level times one? It's half your level. So she's level five, so two, two hours. Is two it rounded up each. or down? Uh, I don't know. I assume down. It's always down. Usually is down. Unless specifically stated otherwise, yeah. Okay. So two hours. Oh, great. Yeah, so Does then Volga I have... Know Go ahead. Does Volga know anything about Purbestet? Nope. Okay. No, I don't know anything. She's not from the continent. That's okay. I don't Actually, I don't know if she said that. Maybe I, I should keep my mouth shut. Okay. You should be able to plot out the way you're going to go. So this is where, more or less, where you guys started from. Right in there. The thing is, as soon as you guys start walking out into the open, walking along the river of sand. Oh, wait, I was going to reveal the river of sand, too. I think I did. That should be green, because you should be able to see that, I believe. Mm-hmm. We have it. I think, I don't know if I revealed this one or not, but there you go. There's that one too. We're not heading towards the River of Sand. We're going the other way, aren't we? Yeah. To the Wolf District. You're walking along the River of Sand to get to the main thoroughfare out of the hunt. Basically not walking through the hunt, but walking around. Unless you want to walk through the hunt. <laughs> I mean, let me just think for a second. <laughs> you would know, Thorn, that that's risky. Yeah, I won't. The place that we're in is where that green pin is in the hunt. No, the green pin is the description for the hunt. The pin, the the place that I thought I had a pin, but I didn't have a pin, so I'll put a pin later. Oh, where where you got the yeah the sign the three forty five point seven. I mean, your your pointer is completely covered by a huge uh, number thing. It tells us well, you can't you zoom in. There you go. There, there you go. Is that better? Yeah, cool. I will share that. I don't think you can... That's the, the library. 
I don't think you'll be able to open it at the moment. Well, the librarian has to open it, right? Nah, it doesn't load. <laughs> You're so funny. Okay, that that's fine, because I'm not going to reveal that just yet. <clears throat> so the thing is, is as you start walking along, you start seeing people. And almost right away, Norbit and Volga, you notice that amongst a lot of the people that are walking about, you do notice that there is quite a number of people that are white. They're ashen white. Clothes, skin, everything. So their facial features and everything look different, but everything about them is white. And they move about mechanically, um, doing little bits of tasks here and there, but they, I mean, you've never seen anything like it. I mean, there's raven folk that are like that. There are cat folk like that. There's humans that are like that. There's an odd, uh, well, you wouldn't see many tieflings here, but gnolls, gnolls, cat folk, humans. Two things. It's, it's okay. One is Clicker has a dagger cupped in her hand as we leave the house. And where is the um, spark? I missed that. Under the floorboard. Still? Okay. Norbert's protecting it. Okay. Norbert yeah, is Norbert's behind protecting it. it. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yep, that's right. So you guys move along. And pretty soon after you're outside of the hunt, you also will uh, start seeing that there are taxis and whatnot everywhere so there are earth sleds that you see going out and about with people on top of it i think i've shown a picture of an earth sled before not, not, in, this not in this game okay i'll i'll share a picture of an earth sled i'll, I'll turn to um volga and click and go don't worry about those uh, ashen people um, there, uh... you, you turn around and Clicker is already gone. She has approached one of the ivory gulls and is inquiring about what they are about. <laughs> it does not answer you. As I was saying, Clicker, I raised my oh, she, She's not talking to it. She's just moving around it and inspects it. And, you know, this jerking motion of her head tilting from one side to another. You have... Go ahead. I was going to say, they're benign undead servants. Just just leave them be. She jumps back. Undead! Yes, but they're not evil or uh, wanting to hurt you. So I would try and uh, avoid contact and, and, you know, attracting attention. You get she used to it. slowly backs off and is going to continue walking with you. You'll get used to it. Yeah, you did show that before. That's oh, the first time I've seen it. There are... Um, to me, anyway. There are carriages as well. So there's other means of transport that a person could pay for versus just walking about. And you do see that... Uh, on carriages, you will actually see uh, there are these white, ashen white undead driving some carriages. You don't see any of them driving the earth sleds, though. And as you get closer to the river, you see lots of river boats, canoes, uh, rowboats, and the odd river sled that looks similar to the, the earth sled, but on the water. 
Why, why are you offering all these transport options for us when we have no money? And we need money to actually buy this. <laughs> I'm just saying it's there. So at some point, it might be relevant to you. <laughs> it's a sad person. A uh, quick question: the the carriages and the earth sleds. Who's pulling them? Are there horses? The carriages are like uh, rickshaws, and the the earth sleds. I mean, you see uh, the odd earth sled that you've seen you had seen that there was a group of people on it and cargo on it. Um, give me a intelligence check. Other than seeing them and seeing this thing kind of just moving along, almost like it was floating above the earth, but not floating. It was actually still connected, but really not leaving like a, a, a wake of uh, um, difficult terrain behind it. Uh, the the cobbled street remained. It just moved along on top of the earth. But you, uh, it was such an odd thing to see that you hadn't um, been able to figure out anything more other than just being struck, dumbstruck to see it. Well, if there is no animal pulling it, I'm gonna assume it's magic. Okay. All right. Let let's keep let's keep going. Clicker, stop dawdling. Yeah, she's moving. And. You pass by some inns and some taverns and uh, places to have, like they have like um, little outdoor places to sit. There's some places with chairs, other places for just kind of sitting cross-legged and whatnot. And they have like hookah or narghiles about where some people are smoking and you can smell some funny smelling tobaccos that have a fruity scent to them. Uh, there's this heatiness to the air and a constant buzz of a lot of people okay and eventually you get to uh location 21 which you know as the endless bazaar thorn and all throughout the bazaar there are stalls and kiosks about but i mean you know of a place called yield bounty and you take your companions over to that store and you know that it's um a place that has potentially has some odds and ends uh, that might be what you're looking for. And so as you walk up to the, the building, there's a nice scent on the air, kind of like a, a little bit of a woody scent, but something kind of like with spices mixed with it. And as you walk in, you can see there's a counter at the near the front of the store and you can see that there is a gnome sitting on the the counter there just swinging her legs and uh just relaxed hello there oh hello what can i do for you hey um i'm looking for uh some uh interesting items um one of them um i was hoping you might be able to uh provide is a, a lead container or something to that effect. Hmm. Let me see. I might have something like that. And she jumps down from the counter and uh, disappears amongst the some very close shelves that would be difficult to squeeze your way beyond. And you hear some banging about. And she comes back and uh, she's got like a a box. 
much smaller than the chest that that Clicker's carrying in the bag of holding, but it's made out of wood. Well, here you go. This ought to do, right? So it's made out of wood, is it? Oh. No, no. Isn't that what you asked for? A wooden box? Sorry, I was getting clarity from you, Degula, that it was made out of wood. Yeah, totally made out of wood. Uh, no, I asked for something that was made of lead. Now, if you don't have anything, um, that's fine. We'll keep looking. Your accent is so strong, it's hard to hear. You said lead. I'm going to be rolling an inside check. Yeah, okay. What is this person doing? Oh, a four for a ten. As she looks at you, her eyes sparkle, and that's about as much as you can tell. And Clicker repeats in her voice. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Are you making fun of me, bird person? You raven folk. I always got a mimic. Fun of you? Is it really that bad for, for you guys to understand me as it is for me to understand Ivan? It's close. Okay. Has a high-pitched voice. A high-octave voice, this, this female gnome. I, I also uh, tuned down my, my voice changer. after I, I figured after 30 sessions, you know, kind of kind of like an anniversary it was mm. time to to tune it down so she's like well okay i can let me see what i got and so she heads back again after having uh mocked your accent a bit and she starts rummaging through again and she comes back and this time she's got a definitely a metal pot of a sorts and it has kind of like a, a little bit of a bronzes sheen to it there you go this ought to do the trick don't you think so I'll, I'll investigate it good old copper pot and she bangs the lid together okay well it's nice doing business um, with you but uh, oh, I'm, you I'm going out take a pill not leaving move on to the next door <laughs> All right. That is terrible customer service. And so she comes running out after you and she, in her hands, you know, she's got both hands wrapped around a heavy looking flask that clearly she's got to hold. Come on now. This ought to do the trick. Come on. I was just e messing with you. Excuse me, lady. Boring. Please stop harassing me. I have done nothing to you and yet you are harassing me. You better go back to your store before I call in the authorities. And she, her bottom lip comes right out and she goes, Yeah, you just try it. You just try it. You call the authorities and see what happens. I'm, I'm, I'm continuing to walk while this is happening. And she turns, turns around and heads back into her store. Uh, I tell you. stands there and, and just looks at her. So she's not walking on like uh, Thorn does. Which the gnome still turns around and leaves. Uh, you would know that is the city guard office over there, by the way. Okay. I'll, I'll be aware. 
So you go looking around as well. I mean, you knew that Yield Bounty wasn't the same person who was running the shop that you remember, but it's been a while. So you start browsing amongst the kiosks and the... Wait. The, sorry? Clicker didn't leave. I uh, Clicker didn't leave. Oh, Clicker, you stayed in. Okay. Yes, Clicker didn't leave. And um, I mean, she, she left with Thorn, but she didn't leave after the person came running after us. So she's she's still standing there. Oh my god, words, and it's looking at her. How much? And she looks. She turns about as you call back to her in your own voice this time, and she looks at you shrewdly. At her eyes, they're not glinting. They were there before, and she says, "Well, come along. Come come back to my counter." Let's let's figure out that price. Clicker is lo looking over her shoulder, and uh, Volga is still with us, right? Yep. Yeah. Who, I'm who like, is she with? I'm making circles uh, around Soren's legs, feet. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, he was still a cat. I remember. I remember. Okay. And you will have noticed, Volga, that there are a lot of cats in the street uh, everywhere. And some will come up to you and they'll do like, you know, the little sniffing bits, touching noses and stuff like this that cats do. But all, almost every one of them after they come up to you, take off running. I'll be absentmindedly um, scratching Volga's cheek um, the way you normally do with cats for them, where they appreciate that pat. Most of the time. Clicker starts clicking to get Thorne's attention. And you hear a very signature sound of a lock moving like, in place. Th there's a large sigh um, where he turns and heads back. Okay, Clicker, what is it? She hops down, up and down a little bit, and you hear this massive amount of coins that is still with her. I will buy it. We don't even know if this is going to work. I mean, she's obviously playing games with us. Do you think she's going to provide us something that's going to be useful? Think, Clicko, think. Do you want me to walk straight? I mean, no, of course not. I'm a raven folk. I don't walk straight. I need to get rid of this... She bounces up and down again. Wait! It's too much! Do you have all the copper coins? She has over a thousand coins. Yes. Because I left mine behind, I suspect. <laughs> um, okay. Look, we need to find out whether it's, it's a lead um, in the first place. I, I know, Led. Um, quick question. Jim, uh, you said it was a flask. Does it look like the spark is actually going to fit in? Like the whole jar? The jar is not going to fit in the either. flask. Right? You can give me a... Uh, give me an intelligence check. Oh, I was going to ask that question as well. But, uh, we'll let her do it. Oh, nice. Uh, I mean, 
like even though the gnome was carrying it it was of a similar size to the canopic jar the canopic jar is probably a little bit bigger but i mean the canopic jar uh did i ever i think i shared a picture of the canopic jar with you guys didn't i i think once a while ago the canopic jar was the container so we just need to change the yeah, container I because it's broken yes I don't actually have a picture. I th uh, I just had a the icon picture, not an actual image to share. Uh, so it, it, canopic jars are a decent size. Like I, I would say, like they're probably twice the size, not in um, not in height, but in just in volume, as one of them, some of those hydro flasks that are popular right now. S silly question. Is the canopic jar magical, or is it just made of terracotta? I mean, there were runes all about it, and when you tried to identify, you felt resistance. Yeah, okay. Hmm. So, I am going to say that uh, I'm going to share the, the inventory page uh, for this yield bounty store. And I'm just going to say that any of the items that is over 500 gold pieces, you do not see them. They're not openly visible. And unfortunately with the, with the new shops extension that, that I'm using that I bought, it doesn't quite do the same as the old um, Deluxe Oz extension where I could hide items of relevance and basically your conversation would depend on whether or not they brought them out so basically just anything that's higher than uh 500 gold it's not visible so uh i can't see anything at the moment yeah it's not letting me open it because the uh dag self lens module was not shared with us players so i can't load it so i can't Wait, is it? Maybe it is. Hold on, that's just that one page. Um, I can see it now, yeah. It's showing up. It's got all the stuff in it. Mm. So you won't see a lead flask in that list. I have it here. Um, but any which way, uh, she has the lead flask and she's waiting and she's got it sitting on the counter beside her. She's clambered back up onto her counter. And so she waits for you and she says, Hey, you! Ujin, why don't you come back over here? Let's negotiate. She uh, nods in, in Thorne's direction to just uh, just uh, display her confidence, like I got this. And she uh, she moves back to to the gnome. How much? She looks at you, looks you up and down, and she smiles and she says. One gold. Show me. Show you what? It's right here. She looks at it. It was it was wrapped in something, didn't you say? No, no. She was carrying it, and mm -hmm. obviously, being a gnome, carrying a heavy lead flask, it was heavy. But she was carrying it in both gotcha. her hands. Okay, but it is it is lead. Yeah. So Clicker is going to inspect it, um, make sure that it's thick enough. Yep. And that it's completely sealable. Yeah, there's a stopper on the top of it. 
This is Ivan. I'm also known as Gregory Dog, the Hammer Dog Games Community Manager, and I'm playing Clicker, a Ravenfolk locksmith. Hello, my name is Atua, and I will be playing Thorn of the Tiefling Bard. Hi, I'm Darium. I'm playing as Vargashelis, the Farvog Druid. I'm Mick, and I play Norbit. And then there is me. I am Dagaba, and you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Crimson Nib or at Facebook.com slash Crimson Nib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu.